Welcome to Lead with Less, the podcast for confident professionals with me, your host, Tash Peterson, Certified Leadership and Mindset Coach. This is the podcast for confident professionals that will help you move through overwhelm, burnout and self-doubt by sharing actionable strategies and practical steps that can have an immediate impact for you. With a mix of solo and guest episodes, I will share everything I've learned and applied over the last decade that has enabled me to create an extremely successful HR career and since then a profitable and thriving coaching business, all while blending it with everyday life and motherhood. I've also coached and empowered over 150 clients through one-on-one coaching and group programs to transform their lives and careers using these strategies. They now confidently thrive as their best selves and now I want you to have access to all of the goods too. This is the perfect spot if you're new to your career, a seasoned professional or aspiring into a people leadership role and want to lead with less so you can live and work with more confidence, clarity and energy. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Lead With Less. I'm really excited about this one. This one is all about minimal viable planning for when life gets really wild. Now, this was a very impromptu episode idea that came up because it was something that I was talking about with one of my clients where she is about to go on holiday. It was quite a quick decision to book her holiday. And with that came the overwhelm of, oh my gosh, I've got so much stuff to get done before I go on holiday. I feel really overwhelmed. I feel really stressed, you know, and I don't want to go on holiday, burnt out and get sick before kind of going to that relaxing time. And it made me suggest with her and do some work with her around minimal viable planning. What minimal viable plan can she put in place to get what she needs to get done before she goes on holiday so she can enjoy being on holiday without being burnt out and then what's the minimal viable plan she can put in place for when she comes back from holiday so that she's not coming back to overwhelm and stress and I talked about it on my Instagram stories and I got quite a few messages back going oh my gosh this is really interesting I need this Uh, and I asked if I should do a podcast episode on it and there was a resounding yes so here it is. Now what is minimal viable planning? let's just dive straight in. Essentially, minimal viable planning is the minimal amount of things you need to get done to move through your day-to-day life. Now, I specifically use the word need, not want, because there is very much a difference between I need to get things these things done in order for my life to actually just function day-to-day versus I want to get these things done because of the need to feel productive or tick off things on my to-do list. They're very different things. So MVP is what is the minimal amount of things you need to get done to move through your day-to-day life? Like what are the absolute critical things that literally help you as a human to function and your life to function? That is the MVP. This is not the extra nice to have, oh, this feels really good to do, all of that stuff. This is literally just what do we need to do to get through day-to-day life. And when those MVP things are done, that's literal success. It's the feeling of success amongst the absolute chaos that your life might be at the time. So what kind of really prompted this as well, as much as this was for my client, it was also for us, you know, at the time of recording this, 
last week we were in the absolute poop show of sickness you know from Jake being in daycare and Kyle also contracting the sickness we were literally just MVPing through the week to just get through the week like doing the bare minimum each day was literal success amongst the chaos that was our life that week we couldn't work we couldn't do things there were you know we were housebound all of that stuff so Minimal viable planning was literally <laughs> the life savior that got us through the week, plus what is helping my client move through her day-to-day -day so she can go on holiday from a place of enjoyment, not a place from burnout. So I know that, you know, life is only getting busier life is only getting fuller uh, and there is just constantly more and more to do and a lot of the time the more and more to do is coming from the want to do or the conditioned idea that in order to do more it means I'm more successful or more productive or blah 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 we all know what I think about that <laughs> Which is why I again come back to needing to really differentiate between need versus want. What are the things that I actually need to do and need to get done in order for my life to function? And what are the things that I want to do in order for life to feel even more expansive and great? Now, I'm all about doing the things that make life feel expansive and great and wonderful and the things that are helping us move forward. However, when we're just in the trenches of chaos overwhelm feeling like you're literally trying to survive hour to hour in your life we need to focus on the minimal viable plan and once we get through that period where the minimal viable plan allows us to survive we can then move into okay what are the additional things that I can add into my day-to-day -day that's then going to allow me to thrive so I'm all about both but this is very much about a chaotic, hectic time of life and the MVP that's going to get us through that. So how do you do it? How do you minimally viably plan and then execute it? So I'm just going to share six steps on how to do this. And then I'm going to share some mindset reminders that are good to keep, uh, to keep practicing behind the scenes to actually help you move through your MVP. So the first thing is to brain dump everything that's currently swimming around in your mind that you think you have to do. So again, when I emphasize the word think here, it's what am I telling myself that I have to do in order to be a successful human, quote unquote, or in order to be a quote unquote, you know, productive human? What are all of the things that I think I need to do in order for that to be true? what is all of that brain dump it put it on a piece of paper get it all out because when it's swimming around in the brain it always feels a thousand times bigger and heavier than probably the reality of what it actually is when we put it on paper the second thing is once all of that's out is to sort them into sections so what are the sections of your life that you know what are the key sections of your life where these things would sit so for instance a section could be work a section could be home a section could be family health self finances so you know I just thought those are kind of the things that come up for me if if I was to compartmentalize my life which obviously I do not recommend however knowing where things sit kind of in the sections of your life is really useful so you know the things that I guess are the key areas of my life is work so my business home like just the 
day-to-day running of the home, um, you know, like laundry, dinner, uh, cleaning, that kind of stuff, family. So what are the things that I need to, like, that fit within my family dynamic, you know, time with my family, um, you know, all of that stuff. Health. So what are the things that I need in order to just maintain my health in, you know, that section of my life? Self. So like what are the self-care aspects? And then finances, like, you know, that may not even be a top priority right now, uh, but in you know other cases, part of your MVP might be actually something that is really stressful for us right now is finances. So what is the attention that we need to pay there? So again, just getting an idea of what are the sections of your life. And then from all of the stuff that you've brain dumped that you think you need to do, sort them out into the sections. So where do those things fit in my life, in the sections of my life? Now, once that is there, once those sections are there, I want you to set the date or the time range for when the MVP needs to be in play. So, you know, when you're creating your MVP, there's usually a specific period of your life that you're creating this for or when you might kind of instigate the MVP. And that could be one week. It could be one month. It could be three weeks. It could be two months you know maybe you're about to take a huge family holiday for say six or eight weeks so there's a huge amount of stuff that potentially needs to get done before that happens so your MVP might be you know a two-month period so having a date range is really key because it helps to give your mind the focus of okay the MVP is in play for this amount of time and it helps to kind of give the motivation to really show up for the MVP for that period of time. So set your date range. What is the date range for when your MVP needs to be in play for? Once you've got that set, you've got your sections, everything is sorted into sections. Knowing what the date range is, within each of your sections, choose one, maybe two things. Ideally one, maybe two, that are critical, critical, critical to the day-to-day function of your life for the duration of the MVP. So what I mean by this is in the section of work, what is the critical one or two things that absolutely have to get done for the duration of your MVP period in order for the day, you know, in order for your work to function? So for instance, you know, for me in my business, my MVP, no matter when it is, no matter when the MVP is coming into play, is client sessions. Absolutely fundamentally critical. Unless I'm so sick that I can't show up, my client sessions is the literal minimal viable thing that I will do in my business, no matter what. Unless I absolutely have to shift it. So if you think about you and work, like what is the absolute critical thing one to two things that have to get done in order for you just to get through another day of work. There is a whole lot of extra stuff that we do in our jobs and our businesses that actually aren't critical for that specific day or for that specific week. And they're the things that we can move. They're the things that we can move to a later date. So that's an example for work. For home, it might be you know, minimal viable plan, the absolute critical thing is we literally just eat. Like we're literally just focusing on our meals and it might be, hey, we're actually just going to order food for this week because we literally have no ability to show up to make 
meals because of how sick we are or whatever it is. You know, whereas, you know, deep cleaning the bathroom or deep cleaning, you know, deeply vacuuming the whole house isn't absolutely critical. The house can still function. We can still live in the house without cleaning the bathroom that specific week. So that's what I mean here is what is the absolute critical one to two things that have to, no matter what, need to get done to move through that day or that week or that month. Uh, you know, in health, it might be, you know, I can't, I don't have the capacity to do one hour of my self-care or my exercise a day, but I can do five minutes of a walk around the block. That's the minimal viable plan. I can carve out five minutes. I might not be on Instagram for those five minutes because I'm going to focus on the walk for that five minutes. So what is the absolute critical, criti critical, critical thing in each section of your life that needs to get done in order just to function during that MVP period? This is so fascinating to do and so eye-opening to do because it really highlights how much extra we spend a lot of time and energy on that actually doesn't necessarily, you know, <laughs> help with the day-to-day -day fun functioning of our life or that doesn't that won't necessarily be crippled if we don't do it. So it's really eye-opening in that sense. So once you've got your sections, you've got your critical one to two things. The next thing is to literally practice that critical one to two thing per section for the duration of your MVP period. Only, only on those things. Now, that might sound easy to say. Yep, I'm only going to focus on my MVP things. But the nature of the human brain is going to be like, yeah, but then there's this. and Oh, but then there's this. And then someone else is going to come and ask me this. So I'm going to do that. And then we kind of just get lost. And then we move away from my MVP. And then we're overwhelmed and we're stressed and we're burning out. So what kind of sits underneath this action of only focusing on the MVP are a few things. You need to be so crystal clear on what your MVP is because it makes it simpler to make better choices. It makes it simpler to make more aligned choices. When you know what your MVP is, your critical few, you have the ability to go, does this align with my critical few? If I say yes, is that going to hinder me from being able to do my critical few? If the answer is no, it's not aligned to my critical few, then I don't do that thing. Simple. Not necessarily easy, however, it is simple. The second thing that that underpins following through on the MVP is communicating the MVP with the people that it's going to impact. So this might be family members, it might be your boss, it might be colleagues, uh, it might be friends. Communicating what the MVP is, what is necessary in order to live into that MVP for that period of time, and what that might mean for other people in your life. Now, this doesn't mean that they may like it. This doesn't mean that it may necessarily, you know, fit well with their plans. But your MVP is about you and moving through a period of time for you and your family. And so communicating that is really important. And then ensuring that or asking the question of, you know, is there any problem with this MVP that could impact you that I need to consider? And then you might take that into account and you might tweak a few things only if it's not going to completely undermine where you're at. So for instance, for an example, you know, I put aside everything else in my business. I handed over a few more things to my 
business sidekick, Maddie, and she said, like, I just literally have no capacity for this because of where I'm at this week. Can you do ABC in order for DEF to happen? And she then said yes or no, and then we kind of reprioritized based on that. So, you know, and in terms of my friends, I was like, I just can't show up for our conversations. I can't show up in the way that you need me to this week. This is where I'm at. That's just going to need to be okay. And that then is understood. Or if it's not, I can't do anything about that because of where I'm at. I'm a little bit harsh like that, but that's the point that we eventually want to get to so that we're not people pleasing, which is a whole other topic. So the third thing that kind of underpins only focusing on the MVP are boundaries. So maintaining boundaries around your MVP is crucial. So if these things are the most important, so if these things are the things that you've said are the absolute critical, critical, critical requirements for you to move through your life for this period of time, you need to secure that through the boundaries that you hold, through the actions that you take and minimize being distracted by new things or everything else. So people might try and push back on that and go, but I need this and I need this and I and I want this and you're going to have to need to be able to go, hey, this is what my MVP is right now. This is the ability, the capacity I have to show up. I will get to this at this point if it's still necessary. So your MVP is only going to be able to be executed as long as you execute it, as long as you keep it in mind when you say yes or no to things to make sure that you are living into the MVP. And remember, it is only for a set period of time. This isn't how you're going to have to be forever. So that gives you a little bit more permission of, hey, right now I just need to be a little bit stricter with my energy and my time and my capacity. And then I might reevaluate that when I come out of this period. So those are the critical things to think about for you to actually be able to execute on your MVP. And that's going to need to be a practice that you sit with day in and day out for the duration of your MVP. And then once you move out of MVP mode, so, you know, your date range is going to come to an end, you know, for us, we finally felt like normal functioning humans. So we were no longer in our MVP period. However, it's still highlighted for us of like, well, these are the critical things that we regularly need to focus on and when we do that life actually will just continue to function really well and so when you move out of MVP mode you can continue to drive your choices and your actions based on your minimal viable plan and then add in extras if you have the capacity and the space for that this is what your MVP can be really powerful for so it can really help to drive intentional living day to day even when you're not in a state of chaos and wildness in your life so your MVP can become a really great kind of mindset framework of living really intentionally always being conscious of the critical you know the critical few the critical things that are actually going to make a difference in your day-to-day life and really being mindful of what am I constantly adding on top that isn't actually necessary so it can be really powerful for that so that is how to do MVP. That is how to minimally viable viably plan. So I would highly recommend to go back, note that down, listen to it. At some point, I might create a template on this if that would be of use. So let me know, message me if, you know, creating some kind of template or freebie around this could be really helpful. But this, you know, go back and listen and create the steps so that you can follow that and create your MVP. 
Now, there's just three mindset reminders that I wanted to share with you to help you execute your MVP. I already shared a couple of it nuanced throughout the steps, but the first thing is that when the critical few things get done, your life will actually continue to flow. And this is what I was mentioning just before around how MVP can become a natural way of living life is you can actually become really focused on what is the critical few things to make life function and how much is just extra stuff that we add on top so you know a lot of the time people can get really nervous about cutting heaps of things out or cutting a lot of things out that they would normally do but when they do they realize that life actually continues to function and sometimes actually functions better because we're not overwhelmed with more things so just a reminder that if you feel nervous about cutting things back your life will actually continue to flow and may actually flow a little bit better. The second mindset reminder is that to tell yourself and remind yourself that it's okay that for periods of time, only the minimum number of things get done. It honestly will create the space and the momentum for when you move out of the MVP period to then have capacity to go back to doing what you were doing if that is what you want to do. So, you know, one of the things that is not healthy about our current society and the world that we live in is this drive for more, 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 doing, 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 that we don't always pay attention to whether what we're doing is necessary. And so it's actually really healthy that for periods of time, we just go back to doing literal basic functions of life, which then creates the space and the momentum to then come back and kind of dive into that next phase of action and doing. So another reminder there. And the third reminder is that this isn't necessarily going to be easy. Creating an MVP, as I mentioned earlier, is simple and it creates a lot of simplicity around like, well, this is the critical stuff that I'm doing, not the extra. But it's not always going to be easy to choose that. You know, it's the same thing with boundaries. It's like it can be easy to create boundaries, but it isn't always, it can be simple to create boundaries, sorry, but it isn't always going to be easy to follow through on boundaries. And it's the same thing with your MVP. It's going to be really simple to create it. It's going to make things look simpler, but it's not necessarily going to feel easy to do it. However, the more that you come back to the MVP, the more that you come back to the purpose that it needs to serve and why it's there, it's going to get easier to implement and follow through with over time because you're not only going to use the MVP once. You're going to use the MVP every time life gets hectic and wild, which is going to be a number of times in your life because you're human. And when you can come back to that knowing that, hey, it's not always going to feel easy However, the more that I do it, the more that I respect myself, my time and my energy by following through with my MVP, the easier it is going to get over time and the more I'm going to be able to show up in my life, especially when things get chaotic and crazy. So I hope that those mindset reminders help and offer a little bit of permission around MVPing. So that is minimal viable planning in a nutshell and I hope that it is so helpful for you it's definitely a game changer for us when things get really wild in our life and I've also noticed how beneficial it is for my clients especially because my clients tend to get very overwhelmed with more 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 and doing 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 that MVPing can just be really helpful and useful to just come back to the basics and you know really get crystal clear on the critical few things that actually help life move forward 
So just to recap, minimal viable planning is the minimal amount of things, the critical few things you need to do in order to actually move through your day-to-day life. How to do it, brain dump, sort them into sections, create your date range, the date range for your MVP that's going to be in play. In each section, choose your one or two critical things and then focus on those critical things in those areas of your life for the date range, only on those things. And then back that up by ensuring that you're really clear on what your MVP is, communicating your MVP with the people that it's going to impact, and then have boundaries around enforcing your MVP again and again and again and ensuring that you don't get distracted by all of the extra stuff because life will happen and you're human and that's okay. I'll leave that there before I go on a whole other Tash tangent. Let me know what you thought about this episode. Let me know if you are going to create your MVP. What I will also recommend actually that I should have said earlier is create your MVP now so that you have the basic structure of your MVP for when life does get hectic. So it's not another thing you have to think about in the midst of a chaotic period of time. So that would also be something I would suggest. So let me know what you thought. Leave a comment if you're listening on Spotify. Leave a comment uh, on the bottom of the episode or send me a message on LinkedIn or Instagram or email and let me know what you thought. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lead With Less, the podcast for confident professionals with me, Tash Peterser. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and take a moment to leave a review on iTunes. As a thank you, each month, one lucky reviewer will get a 45-minute one-to-one coaching session with me where you will get the tools and strategies to lead with less burnout, overwhelm, and self-doubt. And if you know anyone who could benefit from listening to the show, then please do share this with them and help me reach as many confident professionals as possible. 